Phase Zero bonus episode starts right now, and this is one I know everybody's excited about, so I'll keep the intro short here, but BD here, and I do just have to thank everyone again. I know I've done this on previous episodes, but looking at the numbers and looking at the comments and the responses to our content over the past month and a half with Loki Season 2, our The Marvels bonus episode, the Echo trailer, our coverage of all of the Marvel news that has been all over headlines recently... It's been a lot of fun for us to be a part of it. It's been a lot of fun to see people have fun. It's been a lot of fun to see the audience grow. I mean, we broke our single day record for downloads for the year six weeks in a row. And on the sixth week, it was just a monumental record by comparison to the week before that. It was just the biggest week over week growth we've seen all year long. And we really appreciate that. It means a lot. And as a result, we got to interview Tom Hiddleston. So that's what you're here for. This interview, I got to sit down with Tom Hiddleston. I thought it was going to be a nine-minute interview, and usually they're very strict on those things, but the interview ended up being much closer to 13 minutes, and that's a good thing because Tom Hiddleston is one of the most intelligent, insightful, and charismatic people I've ever interviewed. This is, I don't know what number time this interview is for Tom and I, but every time I have interviewed Tom Hiddleston, he's just an absolute delight. I cannot overstate what a pleasure it is to talk to Tom Hiddleston and get an opportunity to hear his insights. You'll get a you'll get a chance to hear why I feel that way. I thought it'd be cool to share a quick little story before the interview, though. Uh, at the Avengers Infinity War junket, which Tom was in that movie for, what, a minute or two? Uh, R.I.P. that Loki. Uh, I brought my mom to the junket. And it was an in-person junket, brought my mom to it. She was over the moon to just even see any of these actors. And uh, the only interview room she came into was Tom Hiddleston's. And most celebrities, when you walk in, they're polite. They say hi, you know, whatever. Some of them introduce themselves. A lot of them obviously know you've researched them. You know who they are. But it is always refreshing when somebody's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And Tom is always like, hi, I'm Tom, if you've never met before. And so mom walks in the room and he stands up out of his chair and says, who's this? Hello, nice to meet you. Uh, Full-on, like, awesome handshake, and just takes the time to get up and make an extra effort to make somebody happy, and that just seems to be who he is. Uh, Completely random story, but I just feel like Tom deserves the praise he gets, and I wanted to say something nice about him, and that felt like a really nice personal story to add to this. Without further ado, I mean, in this interview, we talked about the Loki Season 2 finale, so full spoilers are coming at you. Uh, We also talked about whether or not Tom is actually done with the role, what a reunion between Thor and Loki would look like, what Loki meeting Deadpool would look like, uh, other characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe he wishes he has had a chance to work with if this is actually the end of the road, uh, and just a few more things on top of that. So I really hope you enjoy this interview. If you have anything you want to share with it or your reaction or anything, make sure you subscribe to the channel on YouTube, drop a comment there, or send it my way on social media at Brandon Davis BD. So quick break real quick coming at you, and then after that, it's all Tom Middleston from there on. So enjoy the interview. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to Phase Zero. See you soon. Um, it is great to see you, especially after you just dropped the best MCU title possibly ever. This was fantastic. You're so kind. Thank you so much. And I just want to salute your TVA t-shirt that I can see you see you wearing. I love that. You look Thank great. You. Thank you. you so much. I have watched this finale so many times. I want to start with one specific thing that a lot of people have caught on to is you call back to Thor 1. When you say for you, for all of us, as that kind of final line as Loki, I hear from your directors and writers that that was your idea. So I would love to hear about how you dug into that encyclopedic Loki knowledge to land on that incredible line of dialogue. (laughs) Well, it's very sweet of them to uh, 
to point to point it in my direction. I, I will say it, it's, I think it's testament to the spirit of collaboration and the the shared imagination that that the producers and directors created on that set that it the set never felt locked it never felt constrictive it was always live very live environment everybody could have you know anyone could have an idea at any time and it's not always like that so so big respect to kevin wright justin benson aaron moorhead dan delu and castro farahani and our whole team and eric martin our head writer because it just felt like until something was locked, until we were shooting something, we could still have a great idea. Anyway, long story short, there was a moment Aaron and Justin turned to me and said, I think in about 30 minutes, we're going to be down in the airlock and it's it's time. And I, uh, I stepped out of the stage and, and I went for a walk. And then I just was actually went for a little jog around the, around the lot. Um, it was a really beautiful morning and I felt very, um, I felt the, I felt the kind of weight of the moment in a really um, profound way that like, this is, this is it. This is everything I've been working towards for so long. And I was listening to some music and it was a mixture of film scores, but one of them was the score from uh, Thor by Patrick Doyle. And I was suddenly it just came to me in a flash. It just it was just genuine, like inspiration. Like, that's what I said. That's what I say at the end of. That's what I say at the end, you know, to Anthony Hopkins. And maybe that's what it should be now. But it means something very different. The resonance, the echo, the depth. It's uh, it's new. It's 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 new minted and it's redefined. I just felt right. And I ran back in and I said to, to Aaron and Justin and Kevin and Eric, I said, I've got it. They said, okay. And they all shut their eyes and I said it and they opened their eyes and went, yes. And then wow. we did. Yeah. What a story. I mean, the, the finale is, I've watched it so many times. It's incredible. And that line is perfect. I mean, kudos to you. And it is, it is, it's interesting because you say it's, it means something very different, but at the end of the show, Loki now sits on the throne of, as the God of everyone's stories, making a sacrifice where it seems he may be alone, sacrificing himself for the betterment of everyone else in Avengers infinity war, Loki sacrificed himself for the betterment of everyone else. So what do you think that says about the core of this character that even though it's a little bit different, the sentiment is similar. I think what well, I always saw Loki as a broken soul, but I wanted to refine the soul. You know, the, in the early phase phases of 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 the films, I think the emphasis was on the brokenness and how his brokenness, his vulnerability, his grief, his loss, his loneliness hardened into something vengeful and angry, and. Um, malevolent in some way and but underneath it there the, the character has always been engaged with ideas of belonging and identity and purpose i think the difference between that moment in infinity war and this moment at the end of season two is that it's what i found so moving about infinity war is that loki refers to himself as an odin son and so before his sacrifice, it's really a 
private admission of love and respect for his brother. In season two, it's altogether deeper, more consequential, and more profound. It doesn't negate what happens in Infinity War, but I think, yeah. I think his his understanding of, as Mobius says to him, you know, sometimes purpose is more burden than glory. Um, I think his understanding of the weight of that is uh, is more complex and. Um, more profound. My goodness, I could listen to your your interpretation of this character all day long. Oh my gosh, it's so interesting. Uh, if this is indeed the end of the road for your journey as Loki 14 years later, uh, is there anyone from the MCU saga, this franchise, that you wish you could have got a few more scenes with or somebody you never even got a chance to work with who was in another time? Man, I wish we could have shared a set because I would have loved to see our characters together. <laughs> That's so good. Good question. Um, I don't know. There are a couple of characters I think I don't think Loki ever met the Guardians, uh, if I'm if I recall. Nope. Um, you know that could have been fun. I guess, I think um, I um, you would have got tired of them so fast. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think he would have found them intriguing. Um, <laughs> I think it's interesting that Loki never comes up, ne- never comes face to face with Spider Man. Um, I think that's correct. I think he never meets the Winter Soldier, never meets Bucky or or Sam. Um, uh, I always wanted to see, um, yeah, Loki, Loki and Strange is an interesting matchup. I think, um, although in, Rag- in Ragnarok, I think uh, Strange is that's a it's one nil to Doctor Strange uh, based on that particular interaction. <laughs> we need the rematch. We need the rematch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I only, I find it crazy. Also, like Loki and Iron Man only had I think two scenes together, maybe three. It's just things like that when you think about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it is really cool. Um, I, I, Thor is obviously a character that is very near and dear to Loki. You you two stories are very intertwined. This Loki at the end of season two. I know there's, mm. you know, there's been teases from the producers and stuff. We do want to see them reunite. It would be completely different versions of these characters than we've ever seen on screen together. Uh-huh. What do you think the dynamic would be like between them at this point? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I think it would be one of extreme surprise and confusion in a way, like. Also, it's really interesting that if 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 season two, a great thread of season two, not just for Loki but for every character, Mobius, Sylvie, is is, are we in charge of our own story? And you can't know where you're going until you know where you've been, and you have to integrate your past and take responsibility for it so that you can move forward into the future with meaning and purpose. And I think both Thor and Loki have had to excavate and analyze the past uh, and who they feel they really are and what they really want. But what's interesting about family as well, it, this is just me thinking about it, is sometimes if it will be difficult to let go of the preconception of who they used to be. You know, Loki might be expecting Thor to behave in a certain way or be a certain way Thor might be expecting Loki to be a certain way and so I think there would be uh 
I think initially it would be really confusing. Um, but also they've been apart for a long time and no doubt they've been objects in each other's mind. And so, yeah, I think, I wonder, a reunion would, would likely be, uh, we'll see. We'll what see an interesting it, perspective because yeah, it's been, I mean, Loki left uh, the battle of New York and all the, yeah, they've, they've changed a lot since then. Uh, I, I also saw you were asked about Deadpool three on, uh, on the late night talk shows there. I know you can, there's no word on whether or not anything's happening there, but that's another hypothetical I'd love to explore with you. Wade Wilson has quite the mouth on him uh, and Loki now quite a powerful guy. He's, he's a bit of a trickster himself. Yeah. Is that, I mean, have you thought about like what that interaction would be like, how fun would that be for those two to cross paths? Like, it would, be, it would be hilarious. I mean, I think there would be, yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see what what um yeah, what what Deadpool would say about Loki. I think he'd be withering, although you know, Loki famously has a silver tongue, so I think he'd give as good as he gets. He's quick, he's quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I just refuse to believe. I, I know maybe this is just one of the stages of grief, but I just don't want this to be the end for Loki. It's one of my favorite characters in any medium ever. And there's plenty of theories about Secret Wars. Maybe the Loki is going to represent like the new time stone in, in Secret Wars and stuff like that. Are, is this something like you're ready to let go of? Have you thought about whether you're going to want to be a part of this next Avengers ensemble? Anything like that? It's so hard because like... I'll be completely honest with you, Brandon. I have at least twice in my life said goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, and there's, you know, I've like written to Kevin Feige and Luis de Esposito and Victoria Alonso. But like, thank you so much. It's been like the role, you know, the role of a lifetime. And they've written notes back saying, come and see us anytime. You're always part of the family. We're always here. You know, you've given us so much and tears have been shared. So I, I think, I'd be unwise at this point to be conclusive about any of it. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll see. Time will tell, I guess. An open well, heart and open mind. I'm grateful for the work you've put into this, and I'm hopeful to see you do it again. Uh, and so I just want to end it with this. There has been such a resounding stamp of approval from the fans on this show. Everybody I talk with online, everybody I talk with in life, uh, we all have really adored what Loki season two did, what you all accomplished here. I'm curious if you've seen any of the reactions and if there's anything you'd like to say to the fans who really just love going on this journey with you. I will say this. I, um, as an actor, you ne I never take for granted that anyone in the audience is going to be uh, a guarantee that people are going to be interested in what I think, what I'm doing. And I have been so honoured by the way that the audience has taken Loki into their imaginations, um, you know, for this, for this length of time. And I know Loki means so much to so many for so many different reasons. And just, you know, carrying carrying the torch um for the time that I have has been has been an absolute honor and I'm so grateful to you. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming on the journey. It couldn't have happened to a better person, man. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you for the ride and uh hopefully talk to you again soon, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Cheers, Brandon. Yeah.